Hey, everyone, and welcome to KPC Underground. This is the podcast we do from Kirkland Performance Center here in Kirkland, Washington. We're underneath our stage, and I'm very excited today to be with Meg Owen, who is our very own director of digital marketing and communications or something like that. close enough, yeah. It's D- close marketing enough. and commu- digital. I think that I added perfect, digital yeah. in there. But marketing and communications director, Meg Owen, and a longtime KPC uh, history, you know, kind of person here. Yes. You, you, you all, all the way to childhood. So we'll talk about that. But thank you so much for coming down here and hanging out with I me. I mean, my office is upstairs, so yep. it, was, it, it was. I just close. went up and grabbed. <laughs> I was like, Meg, come down. Let's do a podcast. The commute so, was close for this interview, so yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. No. And Meg's a very interesting person. Uh, and t- tell us about your your history. You you have you've you've known KPC. Ever since you were a kid, is that? Isn't I've that right? known KBC ever since KBC became KBC. Okay. Uh, so I grew which up, was which in was in 1998. 90, 98. Yeah, so I grew 25 up five years ago in Kirkland, right up in Houghton. Um, okay. My parents are still there, and so okay. I started doing theater in fourth grade. Uh, mm-hmm. That was at Studio East when Studio East was right up the hill as well. Right. And so um, because I was involved with Studio East, obviously I was involved with the theater scene and then right. Kirkland Performance Center. Uh, cropped up and, yeah. and and then I became involved there as well. Mm. So uh, I did a lot of summer teen shows here through mm-hmm. Studio East and, you know, been to a lot of shows here since yeah. since I was a kid all the way to now I'm not a child. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now and I'm really aging myself. Was it was it more uh, the- plays and, and musicals and stuff back then than it is today as far as the, the, the ratio Absolutely. of like rock shows versus like... It's changed a lot, yeah, yeah. I'd say in terms of the programming. Um, yeah. I think the first... I don't know if this was the first show that was here. It was the first one that I remember was Bernadette Peters. And that uh-huh. was a concert, but it was Bernadette okay. Peters in concert. So okay, obviously yeah. it was, you know, like Sondheim <laughs> and Andrew person. Lloyd Webber. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and then there was, you Bernadette know, Peters played here, really? She did, yeah. I think, wow. I think it was maybe wow. the first concert. Yeah. Um, as I've been a big fan Back of hers ever since oh, that yeah, because I, I was a kid and she was Bernadette Peters in Kirkland. Yeah. Um, and and so there were a lot of musicals. The East Side Musical was actually around back in the day, mm. um, which we have now again. Right. Um, it was a little bit different. But yeah, I remember both me and my brother, we both did things mm. here. Um, so yeah. it was a lot of musical theater. And yeah, yeah. It, it definitely has morphed into... I think a more diversified program. Uh, yeah. Obviously, we still have theater, but um, right. there's a heavy emphasis on music as well. Right, 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 right. And do you still do you still act and do any of that uh, <laughs> nowadays? Every now and then, um, you know, sometimes I'll do Twas the Night through Studio East or something uh-huh. like that. I'm I'm involved in the KVC Community Choir, yes. so mm-hmm. so I sing every Monday night for that. Yep, Dip, dipping your toes in, dipping he, my here toes and in every yeah. now and then. But you know, I I have a job. I'm a mom, <laughs> so yeah. it's it's nice to be uh, in the theater. Um, yeah. you know, I spent my entire life. In theaters, and so yeah. sometimes I'll just you know walk into the the house and just sit in there when it's dark, just because it feels calming and right. it's, you know it, I feel very um, grateful that this is my office and I'm able right. to stay involved in the theater and not necessarily be an actor. Right? Isn't that interesting? Hmm. We could we could spin out on that because I, I I feel the same way. Often I'll be after a show. I'm I'm the last one here, and mm-hmm. you know, especially if it's a, a KPC Studios show where we're doing live streaming and things like that. And I'm kind of cleaning up, and I sort of uh, I sort of linger. I sort of don't hurry. You know, I'm I'm a way out because it feels kind of you know with those theater ghosts. It just feels kind of good. There's you know? something special about like know. a dark theater when yeah. you're all alone. 
Um, and so, you know, I think when I was growing up, obviously, my head was just, I'm going to be an actor. Yeah. Because mm. I had these, you know, dreams that I was going to be starring on Broadway and then, yeah. you know, I'd get my film contract and then I'd be, yeah. you know, but things don't always work out that way. Sure. And I think, you know, for me, my career veered and, and I got into other things. And I think yeah. sometimes when kids are young, especially, you know, in the theater world, you don't, obviously you want to be an actor and you want to be on stage. Yeah. But I think sometimes we don't give enough information to children and youth or teenagers that are going off to college, like how many roles there are in the theater world and in right. entertainment in general, right. um, where you don't have to necessarily be in the spotlight or you can do both, you know? Sure. Like I, every time now and then I do tip, dip my toes back right. in. Um, and I think that that's something that, was really fascinating for me in my career just to see like how many ways yeah. you can make this into a career. Right. I, I obviously, I mean, I, I resonate with that as well as a musician. Um, I'm around musicians. I'm not, you know, I, I've played actually a couple shows in, in like bands here. Uh, but most of the time I'm more behind the scenes and kind of doing my thing and doing, doing video stuff or doing some technical thing or, or whatever it is, but it still feels, it still kind of scratches that creative itch, you know, but in a way that, um, I'm actually doing something that, that is, you know, profitable for the theater or whatever. And I don't have to necessarily base my, my career on whether or not I get this, you know, this musical, um, role or not, yeah. you know, you yeah. know, sort of, you a can thing. kind of do everything right, and, and still make some money too. <laughs> right. Right. Which is, which is sort of fun. So, so talk about marketing and how, how did you first get involved in, in not necessarily marketing here, but marketing, I guess, in general? Sure. So um, I was, I did running start. So I started college uh -huh. pretty early. Okay. Um, and I didn't really know what, you know, I was, I mean, I started at 16 and then you're kind of thrust into yeah. like choosing a major and I didn't right. really know what I wanted to do. Um, but I knew that I really liked writing. And so mm -hmm. I fell into journalism. Mm -hmm. um, but after graduating from college, um, I figured out pretty quickly that I didn't want to actually be a journalist. Okay. <laughs> um, and I, my brother was an actor in New York. And so mm -hmm. I just packed everything up and I moved to New York. Wow, okay. Uh, as you do. A as and, you do, yeah. And so I was sleeping on his uh, floor of his uh, very, very, I'll say Upper West Side, but it was very, very, very Upper West Side okay. <laughs> uh, apartment in Manhattan. Yeah. Just, you know, I'd be just there in my sleeping bag, just crying, like, what am I doing here? Yeah. I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, and then it was actually my theater background that got me mm. the role that I got. So... Um, obviously it was New York, so there's a lot of theater marketing. Yeah. I interviewed for an internship at a, at a marketing publicity firm. And so they handled a lot of off-Broadway shows, Broadway cast recordings, mm. um, you know, bigger cast recordings that are focused on kind of an LGBT audience. Yeah. And they, they hired me mainly because of my theater background. Okay. Um, so I got hired to the theater publicity scene. Right. And that was, that was 18 years ago. Right. And so I started, uh, in the traditional PR side. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, covering interviews for different off-Broadway shows, Broadway cast recordings, um, working with a lot of, you know, I did Margaret, show, Margaret Cho's uh, burlesque touring act, mm -hmm. uh, handled things like Family Guy Live, Evil Dead the Musical, Rock of Ages. So did mm -hmm. some really cool things there as a publicist. Yeah. Um, but even as I was working as a publicist in New York, I kind of started to recognize that there was becoming kind of a bridge in marketing uh, where there were traditional publicists and there were people that were really getting into the digital side of things yeah and i really be got a passion for the digital side of things mm. and kind of that strategic marketing 
And so I left New York. I left the theater scene. Yeah. And then I went to the corporate world for the next uh-huh. <laughs> about 14 years. Okay. <laughs> um, and so I've, I've, you know, I've kind of, uh, you know, had a pretty diverse career in terms right. of I've done in-house. I've yeah. done big agencies. I've worked for everything from Microsoft to the Seattle Seahawks. Um, but yeah. I'm now kind of coming home, I feel like, yeah. in terms of... <laughs> it seems like you you sort of can't stay away because uh, even since I've been here, you were here and then you left and then you came back. <laughs> yes. So, so <laughs> yeah, I was There's here and then I left and place. I came back. What, it pulls yeah, me back. What, um, how did you initially then get, get sort of... Um, connected back with with KPC and then in the role you are now? Yeah, I mean, it was really the pandemic, um, you know, things... Mm. Well, when I first started here, I, I really wanted to... Um, you know, just I, I just needed to change. Uh, yeah. After a while in the corporate world, I started to lose sight of any passion for marketing. Sure. Um, I started to really detest it, actually. You know, mm. when I was doing these big activations, I just didn't care about it that right. much. So sure. I started here, um, and I got a great opportunity, and then and then the pandemic hit. Right. Um, <laughs> and so I was here for, I think, two like, weeks. Come and see all our amazing yeah. shows. Yeah, never, never mind. mind. Yeah. Never mind. Don't, please don't come here. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't, yeah. Please don't come near us. That was us. the marketing, was do the, not, yeah, don't do not come, come to, yeah, yeah. Don't come and wash your hands. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, so the pandemic happened. I think that was yeah. literally like two weeks after I started. Ugh. And so that changed things a little bit, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think I'm really proud of a lot of the work we did. I mean, you were there and you yeah, were yeah. involved with it. A yeah. lot of what we did during the pandemic, I think, was unique. Yeah. And we were able to, you know, stay afloat pretty well just because yeah. of the community and the way that, you know, the loyalty that we've kind of been able to drive. But right. it was difficult being right. at a closed down theater, especially, yeah. <laughs> I mean... There's nothing to market really except for, you know, pretty sad messaging (laughs) about the world. And so, yeah, I did did leave for for a moment. um, And and then, you know, it just hit me again that, like, I just want to be here. Um, The pandemic didn't end, but things started to open up a little bit. And it just seemed like a good time to come back. I missed, basically, the moment I left, I missed it. Yeah, well, we were very sad to see you go and very happy to to see you come back. And we've seen, actually... um, Several people come back from we who were, you know, I mean, uh, Justin Spathy, our technical director, mm-hmm. who was technical director before the pandemic, has has come back, and now Mari Cannon, who, mm-hmm. who was production manager, we're the KPC boomerangs, has come, yes, yes, yeah. has has come back. So, um, and I will say too, you know, uh, working here, it is a very fun, healthy working environment. We've, got, you know, we get on each other's nerves like anyone does. You know, do we, Aaron? Uh, is, are you talking about me? We don't. Other people <laughs> who will be unnamed. No, no. no. <laughs> No, we all, it's a, it's a big, um, happy family up there. And it's been, um, you know, I mean, I think that's a, that's a testament to the like top level leadership here is that they create an environment where you, you, you want to work here and you want to, um, you want to come to work or you want to, you want to do good work for this. And And I think, I think it's a theater as well. You know, it's it's arts. Um, everything is very inclusive. Um, yeah. You know, usually at another company, I feel like I'm always the only lesbian that's working there. Yeah. And I think within the arts, you just have so much diversity and so right. much inclusion. There's no questions about, you know, right. who you are, or where you come from. Yeah. Everybody's just kind of accepted. And so it feels very safe. Um, right. And, and I love that part of it. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, there, there's almost an assumption maybe it's, especially if you're in, you know, if you're into musicals or into the arts or whatever, it's like, well, you're probably gay in some way or like someone's gay or, or whatever. Someone's so, got to be. Someone's gay. Someone's, someone's gay. queer around someone's here. Someone's queer. 
Yeah. So what is what is actually the job of because some people might be surprised that mm-hmm. you know a, a a local theater has a marketing and and communications director. Obviously, we we do shows here and we we want to let people know about those shows. But what is your job entail, kind of day in day out? What's mm-hmm. the what's the what's the day by day of of your role? Yeah, and, and it's changed. You know, it's very different from like my role in the agency world, where you yeah. know I'll have a bunch of clients and. I'll kind of strategize and send people off to do the work. Um, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm a one woman show yeah. here from right. a marketing perspective right. um, with significant help, you know, from the team and on, on different things. Um, obviously sure. we collaborate a lot on sure. content, um, but you know, it's everything from making sure that our brand assets and our design is up to date, that mm-hmm. we have, you know, designs for all of our artists. It's a lot of work with the artists and their teams to make mm-hmm. sure that I have what I need from them, mm-hmm. that we're messaging them the right way for their audience. It's a lot of email marketing and digital stuff, so all the social media, paid media, um, public relations, making sure that um, the marquee is updated, that the mm-hmm. posters out front are updated right. for the right shows, working with the box office to get ticket sales up. I'm exhausting myself right now yeah. talking about it. No, it's it's not. Um, it's, you know, it's uh, yeah. it's basically handling any kind of messaging that's coming from the theater and then things you don't expect. So, sure. um the pandemic's a great example. Right. Um, I, you know, because of the agency work, I had a bit of a background in crisis communication. Sure. But I certainly didn't think I would ever be using that after yeah. two weeks into my time at KBC. But right. that was a lot of what I was doing during the pandemic was, yeah. you know, just creating messaging around what was going on. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of, you know, asking for donations from the community. Yep. And because I think Kirkland Performance Center is unique and that we do have such a strong relationship with Kirkland. Right. And so a lot of what I do is also just trying to cultivate that. Right. Making sure that, you know, we're talking to the community, that the community feels involved in in the theater and what's going on. Um, right. Because we're not just, you know, this kind of commercial theater. We, right. We're part of Kirkland and people right. feel like we're part of Kirkland. Yeah. You know, d- drilling down on that a little bit, what, what would you say? I mean, you know the importance of like kind of knowing the right the right voice to to say, you know, especially obviously during the pandemic, that was that was crucial. Is is what what tone are we striking here, and how do we actually feel, you know, about these things? We're not trying to put some facade on, you know, like our, you know, like um, not, we're not trying to put anything out there that we that we don't actually believe in. That's one of the cool things about about, about working here is we're we're uh, authentic with with our messaging and things like that. Even we, you know. Um, Jeff Lockhart, our executive director, has shared several times we were one of the first uh, theaters to close, you know, because as many people know, COVID started like literally in Kirkland. It's our claim and so, to fame. It's our that cl- and yeah. Costco. <laughs> that and Costco, yeah. yeah. Kirkland Signature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stop trying to take credit, New York. Represent. We've got Costco, Costco. and go. the pandemic. Yeah. We, so we did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but all that to say, I think, uh, what would you say? How would you summarize like the voice of KPC and what? what is like the, the DNA here? I mean, or, or just like, what are some, what are some things that make, that make this theater, I think unique. And what are some things that are important to you when you're, when you're doing communication on behalf of KPC? Yeah, no, I think that's a good question. Um, I think it's very different than communication you're going to see from a club or a theater in in Seattle, uh, like that just downtown or even New York. Um, that's, you know, I think the word you touched upon is authentic. And I think that's really mm. what I try to 
kind of infused in all of our messaging. It's right. not this like marketing copy um, that's you know trying to yeah. be overly clever. We're just right. we're just trying to talk to the community. Um, and we have a we have a really diverse community of of, mm. of you know young people to to people that have been coming here for years right. and have been in this community way before Kirkland Performance Center ever be- right. ever got here. Mm-hmm. And so I try to be very respectful of that right. and understand that you know people in Kirkland really do look at this as a community mm-hmm. and and we need to be part of that. And so I just try to, you know, talk to people in just a normal way and just yeah. get the, get our information out there, let people know what we're doing. Um but you know, it's it's not it's not it's not de- it's definitely not the flashy stuff you're gonna see from yeah. like a club or you yeah. Know. I, that's part of what I like honestly about <laughs> about working here and 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 taking on some of the social and you know I do I do some video content mm-hmm. and things and sometimes I'll I'll put stuff on Instagram without asking Meg you know which she lets me do. Uh, <laughs> she gave me the login. You know, I got I got got permission. But I think the yeah, I mean the cool thing about it is you can just be yourself and you can just be you know and we 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 have people on staff who who i think represent the voice of what this what this place is and so we don't have to be afraid of like putting them on camera or putting them yeah. you know in in content yeah. or whatever and so uh and i think the community seems to really value that as well when you just when you include them in the in the yes this is your this is your theater you know mm-hmm. this is this is here's the show we're putting on we think you're going to love this we curated this for you yeah. Um, and I think we thing. do all talk about it in the same way. And I think that's yeah. what um, makes things easier, even when, if I'm not creating the messaging. Um, right. And I think, you know, part of what's great about KPC and our team is just we do all have a lot of different skill sets. Right. So, you know, I do not, I cannot create video. I cannot yeah. design <laughs> anything. I'm not, I'm just not, you know, that's not yeah. my skill set. Yeah. Um, but I, I have, you know, I know other things. And I, so yeah. I think it's nice to be able to lean on you or lean on other people on the team because we kind of all think about this place in the same way. Right. So we all talk about it in the yeah. same way. And I can't write, like it would take me like an entire day to like write a paragraph that you, that you, <laughs> that you could whip up in five minutes. I just and have so to cut mine down. A, That's yeah, my problem. Yeah, you, whatever. I, I've, I've, you know, I've seen you do it live or whatever when we're, I remember, I, I think there was something with, with COVID when we were, we were canceling uh, the, we we had, we had closed down and then we were going to reopen with uh, this thing called 10 days of rock. Oh, that yeah. was, which I, I hate to, I hate to drive R. a R. nail in the, you know, whatever, but <laughs> wah, wah. The, it should be brought up. This is maybe the first time it's being brought up publicly Ever. on our channels. Yeah. We had a, we had like a series of shows that we we're going to call 10 we had days t-shirts. of rock. We made t-shirts. <laughs> if you want a t-shirt, hit us up yep. in the comments and you can probably have a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, we, it was 10 days of rock and it was like all these local favorite bands, Nightwave and, you know, um, you know, these, these bands that are like Kirkland favorites that were going to come through and we were, it was going to be our triumphant return. And then I, I don't even remember if it was Delta, I think it was or something. It was, it, it was, was Delta. It was the Delta wave. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, swooped through and we were like, I guess not. We had to cancel everything. We didn't do one of those shows. And, um, yeah, that was a that was a bummer. Obviously, by that point, you I had, had to, so much practice. Yeah, you had, you had a lot of practice writing. But emails. I remember being in the office. It was like that was a tough call. You know, we were talking to Jeff, and you know, I mean, our our, our crew was pretty lean at that point. You yeah. know, four or five you know people total in the office, maybe less than that. Um, and you know, having to kind of make those calls is, was like you know a difficult thing. But I think, yeah, I mean, in that in that era, finding the right words 
uh, you know, is it was, and especially in that era, you know, we didn't want to be overly sad or overly, yeah. um, you know, we wanted to be, uh, we was were, me or yeah, I mean, we were optimistic. We wanted to have, yeah. you know, infuse hope in it. Um, and, and we really were grateful to yeah. so many people who really came through for us during that time. I right. mean, I mean, I was, it was shocking, honestly, yeah. the amount of donations we saw and, right. and love we got from the community. And it never felt like, oh my God, our doors are going to close. Right. It felt mm. so supportive. Yeah. So that made my job a little bit easier. My right. job was thanking the community for coming through. And then the ask right. was, you know, it's hard because it's the arts. And so when so many people are struggling yeah. to put food on their table or right. they're losing their jobs, convincing them to support the arts, it, it, that can be challenging. That, yeah. But there are enough people out there that understand how important it is. Right. And, and we were very lucky. Right. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, talk about authenticity. It, it's not BS to reach out to those people and go, you know, it's like, well, behind the scenes, I know we're going to close next week or whatever, or, or we're totally going to be fine and we're faking or, or, or whatever it is. It, you're just authentically speaking out of like, hey, this is a difficult time, but we're optimistic. We think we can yeah. do this. We 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 believe in this community, and and you know, I can. I mean, I mean, just that that is how we all felt, and that was the that was. I mean, it was a difficult time, but it was a it was a, it was a special time, you know. Um, yeah, and, and I think of, we did think, you know, the KPC at home programming, which yeah. you were, you know, mm -hmm. you so involved in. Um, I mean, you basically you created concerts for people. <laughs> yeah. At home, right. and there were, I mean, there were obviously big, you know, companies doing that. Yeah. But there were no theaters that were really right. doing what we did, where we were providing entertainment. But not just providing entertainment for people, also providing a platform for people to use our theater for yeah. that same purpose, to stream things right. to their audiences. And I think that also helped our messaging right. because it's hard to say, like, we're, we're going to be fine, we're going to be fine, but give us money, give us money if you can't see any activity. Right. But we were pushing out concerts almost every right. week. Right. Yeah. And I mean, that was a that was a yeah. I mean, like I said, it was it was it was a tough time, but it was a. It was a special time. It definitely had a sense of camaraderie. It felt like a startup, you know, kind of energy a little bit. I mean, it did feel like, okay, this could like go south, you know, there's, there's plenty of ways it could have failed, obviously, but I, I really never believed that it actually would. You know, I think, I think we, we all kind of kept the, yeah. kept the, kept the dream alive through, through kind of doing these shows. It was like, you know what, we're still going to do shows. Yeah. We think they're important, you know, not just shows, but like, getting music connecting people with music connecting people with arts that was the 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 kind of kernel of like we want to keep this thing alive we think it's important we know you're still there we're still here mm -hmm. um you know and we're gonna we're gonna like keep doing this thing so yeah how how have you seen that it's changed uh <laughs> post uh post COVID? well let's say in 2023 versus in um 2019 on how you know how how has marketing changed or how has your job changed and how how have people's um experiences of the arts and coming to our, our theater and theaters in general 
how, how has that changed? Yeah, I mean, marketing um, becomes more challenging every every single year, just yeah. because more money is funneled into the platforms, and you ha you have to pay more to to be seen. Mm. But I think that that's always going to be a challenge for marketers. You know, just staying ahead yeah. of the curve. Um, the theater, I, I think it, you know, from what I've seen, it's it's changed significantly, yeah. especially smaller theaters, um, yep. and. I don't think all audiences are quite ready to go back to the theater. I, I don't yeah. think that's just pandemic related. I think it's also recession related. Mm, it's financial. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. You know, you'll see people spend a thousand dollars to go see Taylor Swift, but right. you know, spreading that money out to smaller shows or going, you know, but not to, forty dollars, not forty dollars to, to, to see, see whatever exactly. Yeah. Um, and so I think you know it's much, much harder now mm. to get ticket sales done. Yeah. Whereas before we release a season, it's sold out. Yeah, right. You it, know, was, it was easy. It was just yeah. done. Like You right. don't really need to do anything. Now you actually <laughs> yeah. really need to market it and, right. and figure out creative ways to do that. And so I think, um, I don't, you know, I'm terrible at predicting things. I said COVID wasn't going to be a big deal. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm not going to make any. One there. So yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not the seer that you're looking for in terms yeah. of where it's going to well, go. <laughs> no, I mean, I think, I mean, no, I mean, I think it's just interesting because people may or may not realize that, you know, they think, oh, it's, it's back to normal. You know, mm. people are clamoring for Taylor Swift tickets and Beyonce tickets. But I think, yeah, not only our venue, but um, other venues kind of medium, smallish yeah. size have seen a very similar it's not just kpc it's no like, and we've oh, talked okay. to other theater you know it's, it's, it's across, across the, board. the board it's not just our state it's it's yeah. countrywide right. um you know theaters are struggling yeah and yeah and you know hopefully that changes yeah as, you know and i think we we just have to i i think it's just different you know it's different than it was and and because we've had a few shows uh come through here and they sell out immediately and we're like oh okay well that one okay that one did really well what what, yeah. what, what is it about that one you know and i think it's just the old tricks that we used to use in 2019 and before. Um, some of them maybe still kind of work, but I think some of them are like, well, no, maybe not that one, you know, sort of a thing. And I think we so, need to recognize that the landscape of Kirkland we, has changed a lot. Yeah. You know, big mm, tech is mm, here. Google yeah. is everywhere. You know, there's right. a lot of Microsoft employees that live in this area. Yep. Uh, um, uh, Facebook, Twitter. I mean, they're all... Here. They're all here, yeah. And so, of course, that community that I talked about in Kirkland is, you know, one that we still talk to and still are very loyal to us. But there's this whole new community that yeah. we need to figure out a way to reach. Right. And it's not just about how do we reach them through marketing. It's about how do we reach them through our programming. And right. I think some of those, you know, shows we've seen sold, sell out are they're younger new artists. New artists. Yeah. And I think that that's a really good insight for us that, yeah. you know, the, the city is changing um, and, you know, we're... Kirkland used to be where my parents lived, you know, and they right. still do. Um, love you, mom and dad. Yeah. Um, but there are a lot of young people around them as right. well that are not in their age bracket. Right. And so, I mean, maybe it just sort of fast, you know, COVID maybe fast forwarded the, the inevitable change that we were going to see. But I think, you know, I mean, you know, a lot of those companies moved in really within the last couple of years and have, and have, as they do have kind of, um, you know, taken taken over a lot of mm -hmm. you know areas and and prominent and obviously a lot of people work there and as you said obviously that's a moving that's a revolving door sometimes sometimes those those companies stay sometimes they don't obviously you you can't you can't yeah. necessarily predict that but i think you're right in the sense that um we're just trying to react and 
be authentic kind of members of this community and and learning what how this community is changing and going okay you know it's 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 they like this other kind of program or this mm-hmm. kind of this kind of programming this kind of um you know uh creativity and 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 art form reaches uh these people and i think we're yeah. we're sort of discovering that and i think it's really looking at ourselves as well and with you know a very critical eye and making yeah. sure that we are reflecting the current state of the world and yeah. what people mm. really are looking for in programming and i think we've done a really good job of that right um but you know the two things were happening during the pandemic it was the pandemic i mean lots of things were happening during the yeah. pandemic <laughs> um but you know black lives matter was a was was and still is a huge topic during that time. And I think that that was a really good time for us to look at ourselves and look at the programming we have to make sure that, you know, it's diverse in all the ways that it can be diverse. So that, and I think, you know, we have so many different communities that perform here. Mm -hmm. Um, We have so many different, you know, types of people from all walks of life. And I think that that's something that um, has been, you know, great to see just how we've evolved into, you know, more diversity. Right, right. Cool. Well, we could sort of we could just all chat day, for yeah. a while, uh, <laughs> but um, I want to just say thanks for sitting down and, and, and chatting with me. Give it up, everyone, for Meg Owen uh, um, coming down here and sharing a, a little bit about what she does. You'll see her around the theater from time to time, maybe maybe giving an announcement at shows, yep. maybe back there in the office, you know, sending some sort of email or designing some kind of social post. I'm not designing it. You're de- probably designing it. I'll sending post it out it, yeah. and scheduling it and strategizing <laughs> it. And, and uh, as, I'm, as I'm there designing it mm. or doing content for it. But, team uh, effort. Yes, team effort. Thanks so much for sitting thank down you, with Aaron. me, Meg. And um, thanks to all of you for listening. And we will see you all next time. Thanks for joining us for KPC Underground. If you're enjoying this podcast, please consider supporting KPC at kpcenter.org slash donate. Your generosity helps us keep this and other programs going at Kirkland Performance Center. Be sure to check out our website for the latest events coming up. And hey, we'd also love to hear from you. Please rate our podcast, like, subscribe, comment, do all that stuff. And if you have a specific question or an idea for a show, email us at podcast at kpcenter.org. Thanks for listening.